Hello, listeners and viewers of The Total Podcast with me, your host, Phil Scott. Listen to episodes of The Total Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Anchor FM, and many other platforms. And also watch selected episodes of The Total Podcast on YouTube. And welcome back to this episode of The Total Podcast with me, your host, Phil Scott. So we're back with my guest, Velvet Sanchez, and Velvet's had some pretty gripping stuff that she shared with us. So Velvet, I appreciate you sharing your story with us, and it's it's been nice to catch up. So now let's talk about your life now. So what is life like for you now? You've recently made a, a big move to Florida. And from all indications, it seems like things are going quite well. So tell us about your life now. Well, both my kids are now adults. Um, my son's in Arizona, my daughter's in Texas. Um, I had been struggling. I had moved back to Arizona from Texas and I had been struggling just like with depression and my mental health. Like it was just not, it wasn't, it wasn't a good place for me. Um, so I started to look at different places that I wanted to live. <laughs> mm -hmm. I kind of just had this list and, um, I, one, one of my best friends, I have two, two really good friends. One of my best friends lives in Texas and I would spend as much time as I can over there also because my, my kids were there. And, uh, my daughter's still there. Um, and that was one of the places I was planning on moving back to. That was my initial. But then, I went, <laughs> but then I went and it was really cold and it was snowing one of the days that I was there. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't think I want to come back to this. Um, so one of the other places was Florida. So I made the move to Florida. I've been here since March. I absolutely love it here. Um, it's been really good for me. Um, I'm a lot happier here. It's, it's, it's been a good move. That's good awesome. move, but you know, it's worth it. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Well, my mom grew up in the Northern part of Florida, uh, Monticello near Tallahassee. And I've been there, gosh, it's, I've been there a couple of times. It's been a long time since I've been there but i've been there yeah florida is a beautiful place especially the beaches the beaches are nice in florida yeah they really are i had never been here um it was just kind of on i'm like oh it's warm there <laughs> like <laughs> you know it doesn't get it doesn't get cold there like it does in texas um but i have a friend that lives here and he's like oh if you're like he goes you should probably should visit where you want to live if you know before you actually make the move right and he was like if you if you ever decide to come let me know and so i came in last november and this is actually the first time me and him had met in person um but he showed me all the cool places and he took me all over south florida and i just fell in love with it and i came back in february and he showed me some more places and then i was here in march <laughs> i just fell in love with it here so you're so, in fort lauderdale correct yes I'm in Fort Lauderdale. Now, I guess the, the nice thing about that part of Florida is it seems like it's always warm. And mm -hmm. 
unlike Arizona, where it just gets crazy hot in the summertime, um, it just seems like you have just like nice weather there, kind of nice steady weather year round. There's rain and such, um, but even Yuma and this time of year gets like the monsoons and everything. Um, well, so, so it sounds like your weather is pretty consistent there. Yeah, I mean, we do get a lot of rain. The humidity is one thing that I, that I'm still trying to get used to. <laughs> right. Yeah, there is that. Because it's a lot different than Arizona, but you know, I live like a mile from the beach, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm not living a tough life here. Um, I, you know, it's there's so many beautiful places, even like the parks and stuff. A lot of them are like super shaded because there's so many trees here. Mm -hmm. um, so you can still go out and enjoy. Like I went on a bike ride yesterday. Um, like there's just so much to do here and it's just everywhere. It goes absolutely beautiful. Um, and I love being outside. I like, I love being outside just in nature. And so, I mean, it was, it was a good, good move for me. Um, I, there's a lot of exploring that I get to do. Um, so yeah, I really like it here. I dig it. <laughs> Now I have a question. Okay, so I'm here on the West Coast, and out here in California, we get like we have a marine layer that comes in depending on the weather patterns. Like we had one this morning, but it burns off pretty early. This morning it burned off at like maybe six thirty or something like that. Then it was sunny. Do you guys get the marine layer there in Florida where you are? Um. So do you have know. like cloudy mornings, but then the clouds burn off or is it just like sunny most all of the time? Oh, no, we definitely get, we have a lot of clouds here. Um, there's some mornings like, cause I try to go watch the sunrise a few times a week at the beach mm -hmm. and there's some mornings that I don't see the sun at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's just hanging out. It's hanging out behind the clouds and um, it'll take, you know, it's got to, it'll be a little bit before it actually makes it above the clouds. Yeah, because I'm I'm further inland, so I mean there are some some days where the marine layer is just so stubborn, like you're, it's cloudy the entire day. Except if you go further east to the deserts, then it's always sunny because because the marine layer doesn't make it out that far. Yeah, no, we definitely get a lot of clouds here. I I'm actually kind of obsessed with the clouds. My friend always makes fun of me because well, he doesn't make fun of me, but he laughs at me because I'm always like looking up at the clouds. Mm -hmm. Um. Cause I just think they're beautiful. Um, but yeah, we definitely get a lot of clouds here. Um, but it's definitely sunny here a lot. So, um, and then we get these random rainstorms. <laughs> so, um, it'll, it'll be interesting. My, my first, my first like summer here. So, um, cause you know, they, they have their hurricane season, right. so they get a lot of like the tropical storms and rain that Yuma doesn't get Yuma gets less than three inches of rain a year mm -hmm. and we got about 10 inches in one week wow so, that like, reminds oh. me of my Missouri <laughs> days when I was a kid like we we got all kinds of rain back there Missouri yikes Hello, listeners and viewers of The Total Podcast with me, your host, Phil Scott. Listen to episodes of The Total Podcast on Spotify, 
Apple Podcast, Anchor FM, and many other platforms. And also watch selected episodes of the Total Podcast on YouTube. I wanted to ask you, now I, I asked you this question and just for, uh, just, just to pull the veil back on the show a little bit. Um, we did the interview back at, we did our original interview back in March. Um, but we had audio issues. And so I didn't want to post the, um, I didn't want to post that original interview and um, I let you hear it too, and you were on board with that. Um, but one of the questions that I had asked you in, in the documentary that I interviewed you for in high school was, um, if you were president, what would you change? And you said you would work on making education better, and you'd work on eliminating the homeless issues. And we still have those problems now. So, and your, your answers that you gave me, we talked about your kids. Um, we talked about your kids um, in that first interview that we did a, month, a few months back um, and, that, and what your kids have to go through um, and their schooling. But if you would, just if let's fast forward from your high school days to now and what you see now. And actually, this is kind of a cool thing, because now that you've moved to Fort Lauderdale from Yuma, you are in a different area and you're able to see how these issues, or at least the homeless problem, if there's a huge problem there, you're able to compare and contrast um, how it is from Yuma to how it is in F Fort Lauderdale. So let's start with that. So what, what differences do you see? And that, in regards to that, and if you were president now, what changes would you work on making? Um, I think definitely, like, I mean, homelessness is pretty much everywhere. Right. Um, Yuma's kind of unique because it's a border town and it's kind of isolated. Like, there's not, you know, there's, it's like, there's Yuma, like there's Yuma County and there's not, it's not, you know, there's nothing for, 50 miles. There's not another city for 50 miles. It's, it's isolated. So, and we get a lot of the border crossers. There's, I mean, you can see it on the news all the time. Like there's, they find people like groups of people in the desert. And even when I was working in the ER there, we would see them come in all the time. Um, here, there's definitely, there's definitely a lot of homelessness here too. Um, I feel like here there's more of the mental health um, there's a lot of, a lot of that, that probably contributes to homelessness. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, but also, you know, you got people coming from other countries illegally here too. So right. I feel like they got the same issues that Yuma has. Um, but, but better support you think? Um, Yes and no. I, I kind of just feel like <laughs> it's just with everything that's going on, the cost of living, everything is just bad everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And I, like, I don't know what the right answer to it is. I, I mean, like, cause even 
even me moving here was really expensive. Like, I just, I feel like there's, there's so many people that moved to Florida at once and the cost of everything has just like gone up. It's almost like, it's almost impossible <laughs> to live here <laughs> um, unless you make, you know, decent money. Like me, it's just me by myself. Um, and, it, and it's a struggle, but, you know, um, definitely worth it. But I, I just feel like with the country, the way it is right now, like, I, I don't know, there's just a lot a lot of changes, but I don't know what those changes need to be. Like people want, you know, they want higher, higher minimum wage, but we're, it's just, that's just going to cost other things to go up. And I, I don't know what the right answer to it is. Right. I mean, the, the inflation issue is just huge right now. Um, it seems to me like they didn't act quickly enough to, try to stop it from occurring they they acted too late and now things are what they are now and yeah. there's going to be a lot of fallout and, and just it, there already is with prices and with a food and gas and just everyday things and then what about the stock market well it's going to suffer it it already has it's fallen a lot um and there's just so many sectors of society and the economy that it's affecting and probably will for the longest time, including real estate. And like you were saying, just rents and just home prices are just out of control right now, especially here in California, where we're paying over $6 a gallon for gas. It's just, it's disgusting. Um, I go to Costco, so Costco prices are always lower than everybody else's. So yesterday I paid like $5.79 um, for a gallon of gas, which is still ridiculous. Um, be, but that was only because it was Costco. If you go to any of the other stations around the county or in the state, other than like Costco's and Sam's Clubs, you're, you're going to be paying a lot of money for fuel. So the economy is an issue. And then that just, I mean, the homeless problem was already terrible. Um, there were, and now it's just, it's going to make it even harder for people who are trying to get off the streets and try to get um, into a home. It's going to make it even more difficult for them. Quickly, in terms of education, you you mentioned that you improved things. If you would just just give us a brief rundown of what it was like for your kids going to school um, in Yuma, and uh, maybe even Texas too, and then just just tell us what you saw and what things that you might change. Just some minor things that you think are that are important enough to um, change the way things are in education today? Um, well, first, I think Arizona is probably one of 
I'm pretty sure it's like one of the lowest ranking states in education. Um, I feel like they've gotten better since like, uh, they've gotten better in like recent years, but I think overall, and, and Texas did, did a great job with their, like with their high schoolers. And I, I feel like Yuma, they kind of had some of the same programs that Texas does now. Mm-hmm. Um, but like my kids' high school in Texas, um, the second, they, this, well, okay. So my month, my son started at one high school, but then we moved and he ended up at another one. So the second in high school, he, they had programs, which is where my daughter started high school. Um, they had programs to where by the time you graduated, you could have your EMT certification. You could be certified in um, medical billing. Um, you could be certified as a CNA um, they had other like culinary programs, like they had all these programs to where if you didn't want, or it would set you up really nice to like go right in, like you could almost have like your, you could have your associate's degree by the time you got out, or they had other programs that you could be certified in that if you weren't going to do go the college route, you at least had a skill that you could fall back on you know you have all the blue collar workers that's mm-hmm. never going to go away and i feel like just education in general needs to do better on setting up kids for actual adulthood right because like even like me like when i was in high school like i didn't have anybody teaching me about taxes teaching me about credit teaching me like how to cook like i didn't have any of that like i didn't have anybody teaching me like the basic skills of life Mm-hmm. And I didn't like, I didn't have that growing up. Like I didn't even have like my parents in my life, um, you know, like, so let alone, I didn't know how to do <laughs> all these things and I had to figure it out on my own. Right. And, and really hard going through all the things that I was going through and raising my kids. And I didn't learn any of that in high school <laughs> either. Um, and I think that it kind of just, Cause not every, like, cause even like with me, I got accepted into a college, but I didn't have a way to pay for it. Mm. Like the recruiter came over and, um, you know, I was living with my other parents and they weren't going to pay for it. My biological dad that definitely didn't have money to pay for it. So there was no way that I was going to be able to go even on a partial scholarship. Like I, but I didn't have the resources to me either. Um, uh, so that just wasn't an option for me at the time. And then I had kids and I got married, you know, like I had all that going on and, um, and then I would take classes here and there. And, but even that as, as a young adult, a young single mom, I didn't really have a lot of guidance on what I was doing. So I had all these different classes that I was taking, but it wasn't really getting me anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like, I had, I got an associates, but it's not really just, it's not anything specific. It's just like, Oh, I took, <laughs> I took enough classes to get a degree. Right. And, um, but I feel like if we, if it was more geared to like setting people up for life, than worrying about, you know, like not everybody's going to use all the math and the science and everything that we learn there. Like, I think it needs to be more geared more to like set kids up to where they're going to be on a different path and successful 
with life. I don't know. I don't know what the answer to that is either. <laughs> like, I just feel like um, high school could, like, it, it could be utilized better to, to set up our kids for better success, whether it's the college route, whether it's the blue collar route, like whatever it is, I feel like it could be better to set kids up for life. Right. Um, so to wrap things up, I'm, I'm going to ask you this question for you, but I'm going to give you my opinion of how I would describe you and one sentence or less. And for me, I'm just going to use one word. One word that I would use to describe you going back to where I met you back in your high school days to current times and just hearing your story and things that you've been through is I would describe you as resilient. How would you describe yourself? I would have forgiving because I think forgiving is just the thing that has gotten me this far in life, not holding on to the bitterness, not holding on to like, oh, like not pitying myself, but just like forgiving myself, forgetting people who hurt me. Like that has gotten me really far. Well said. And I think too, everything that you've had to go through from losing your parents and your siblings to um, the, the marriage and the, the, just the relationships that you've had in your own adult life, you, it's like you've had to learn a lot of things um, and you've had to learn to trust, forgive and trust, I would say too, because trusting doesn't seem like it would come very easily. So that's, I'm sure that's something you've had to learn too, but you have to learn it. You've had to learn it from the right people. Um, so with everything that you've been through, just, just remembering how you were during that time when I interviewed you to now, I mean, you've just, I mean, I, I was just, just hearing your story. I, I was just floored by just how much more that you've endured and gone through since high school. I mean, and even then, I mean, your life was no cakewalk. So just listening to your story and to see what you've gone through now, you've, you've come a long way. And I know you, you probably feel like you have more to do and that's okay. Um, I still think you've come a long way and you're, you're a great role model for other people out there, especially women who have been just through the darkest times but they keep fighting and like you said they you've learned to forgive and to move past the negativity and to just live life and to be happy and you've done that so kudos to you velvet and thank you i i really appreciate you coming on the podcast and sharing your story you're a role model whether you realize it or not you're going to be a great role model for people out there, especially women or anyone going through any kind of difficulties in their life. So Velvet, I appreciate you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, I, it's been awesome. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me. You're welcome. So with that, everyone, that is the end of this episode of 
The Total Podcast with me, your host, Phil Scott. Everyone stay safe. Be careful out there. Take care of one another. And we will talk again soon.